Sundays at 1500 and 2000 UTC. Stand up! Stand up! Stand up! Stand up! Friends, we can all listen to the sunny side of sports. Great show, bro. This is Sunny Side of Sports. Right here on The Voice of America. Voice of America! Sporty greetings to all our Voice of America listeners. This is VOA's Sonny Young in Washington. Welcome to the March 8th edition of the Sunny Side of Sports. Action is continuing Tuesday in the Men's Basketball Africa League in Dakar, Senegal. In the day's opening game, Seydu Legacy Athletic Club of Guinea is going against U.S. Monastir of Tunisia. And that will be followed by a contest between Ferroviario de Berra of Mozambique and the local team, Dakar University Club of Senegal. In results from the weekend, Seydu Legacy Athletic Club beat Dakar University Club 85 to 70 and Monastir defeated Ferroviario de Berra 77 to 71. American guard Marcus Crawford scored a game high 30 points for Seydu Legacy in their opening victory. And according to the team's Serbian coach Zelko Zekovic, Crawford clearly was the game's most valuable player. We have the point guard Crawford perfectly understand and read what's to happen in the court. He promotes with his quality, technically and tactical quality and experience also, has a totally absolutely leader and he dominate this game in the both sides with one and another team and for my opinion is absolutely MVP of the game today. Now last year, MVP of the game on Sunday, Marcus Crawford, played for Monastir in the inaugural ball season. So I'm sure Crawford's Monastir opponents on Tuesday will be pretty familiar with his game. In the 2021 ball final last year, Marcus Crawford came off the bench for Monastir and scored a team-high 14 points in their 76-63 loss to Zamalek of Egypt. Marcus Crawford now suiting up for Seydu Legacy Athletic Club of Guinea. And Marcus will be a player to watch on Tuesday in the Men's Basketball Africa League in Dakar, Senegal. The Basketball Africa League is back. Voice of America joins the forces with Africa's Premier Men's Basketball League to bring you the second season of the BAL. 38 games, 12 teams leaving it all on the court in Senegal, Egypt and Rwanda to determine the 2022 season champion. Tune in to VOA 24-7, FMs and to our radio and TV affiliates for some action. Pre-game, play-by-play, post-game. Daily highlights delivered by our finest commentators. Basketball Africa League 2022 on Voice of America. May the best team win. The Voice of America is broadcasting the Basketball Africa League games on radio in the following languages. English, French, Kenya, Rwanda. Wolof and Portuguese. 
my VOA colleague and very fine commentator Joao Santarita is covering the ball games in Portuguese. And Joao joins us now with a team profile of Petro de Luanda, which reached the semifinals of the ball tournament last year. Petro Athletic de Luanda is one of the biggest teams in Angola. Founded on January the 14th, 1980, it is also known as the Oil Guys or the Tricolors, due to the traditional colors of blue, yellow and red in its flag. It is one of the teams that has won the most trophies, having won 14 national championship titles, 12 Angola Cup trophies, 8 Super Cups and 2 African Champion League trophies. Last year, the Oil Formation, however, failed to reach the BAL final, losing in the semi-finals against Zamalek of Egypt. With its main stars like Carlos Moraes, Lionel Paulo, Dion Pedro Luquemv and Valedelicius Joaquim, the team is working hard to participate in the 2022 edition. Petro guaranteed its presence by finishing in third place in the last tournament and also by winning once again the national championship. For Baal 2022, Petro is looking for the big win, says José Neto, coach of the tricolor team. Petro de Luanda has an objective in this next BAL, which is fighting for the competition title again. Last year, we ended up dropping in the semi-final where we lost with the Zamalek team that was the champion of the tournament. But this year, the expectation is that we will be able to advance even more in the competition. We know that there is a tough competition. The teams are also investing a lot because it is an important competition in African continent. Even now more, that gives the possibility to play the Intercontinental Cup, which is the Club World Cup. So, Petro made an investment so that we can advance even further in the competition. Whenever we represent a team like Petro, the expectation is always to fight for the titles of all competition and with BAL will be no different. Lionel Paulo, one of the most influential players in the squad, shares the same spirit. And we know that the deadline for the start of the ball is getting shorter. We are preparing hard. Every day we have worked so that we can reach the final and conquer the ball. 22-year-old Melvin is confident the team will be successful. We're keeping the same pace of play, but faster to be better than last year, always. Vitor de Carvalho, a Petro de Luanda legend better known as Vitor Machine Gun, gives a tip for efficiency. For me, dribbling the ball was a west. I prefer the ball to go straight into the basket. Petro will play in the Baal Nile Conference alongside the reigning champions Zamalek, Cobra Sport, Cape Town, Espoir de Foucache and FAP of Cameroon. And thanks to my VOA colleague, Joao Santarita of the Voice of America's Portuguese service for that report. Petro de Luanda of Angola will play its opening Basketball Africa League game on April 10th when it takes on the Cape Town Tigers from South Africa in Cairo, Egypt. This is the voice of America. Washington, D.C.
Hi, this is Larry London, the host of BOA's Border Crossings, where we feature music and interviews along with your favorite artists from around the world. Tune in and interact live with us here in Washington, D.C. Hello, Shirin. Hello, Larry. How are you? Good. How are you tonight? Border Crossings comes to you Monday through Friday at 1500 UTC GMT. Thanks, Larry. That's Larry London, a man who's always ready to cross musical borders. I encourage our sunny side of sports listeners to follow me on Facebook and Twitter. My Facebook address is facebook.com forward slash VOA Sunny. Once again, that address, facebook.com forward slash VOA Sunny. And my Twitter handle is at VOA Sunny Sports. Once again, my Twitter handle, at VOA Sunny Sports. What did you think of the first three games in the Men's Basketball Africa League in Dakar, Senegal? That's the question Iron Mike Mbonye posed to the former captain of Nigeria's national men's basketball team, Olumide Oyedeji. The game was good. Uh, you saw the game, the first game, the opening ceremony game, and the game last two game yesterday, where you saw the level of the African basketball keep improving. So there's no team to be pushed on. Uh, you saw how Sally played really well, but they couldn't contain uh, the other team that they played, just likewise the other team from Mozambique against uh, Manesta. So the game has been really, the game really, really, really good, and uh, the game keep improving. The atmosphere, the organization is a top class, top notch. So and the game, the game is growing. Do you really uh, like the idea of having the Sahara Conference and the Nile Conference for the Basketball Africa League season two? What's your take on that? former NBA star, you played for several NBA teams in the U.S. Do you think that the Basketball Africa League has potentials to produce good picks for the NBA?
Lumide, your take on on the on the basketball Africa League season two. Oh well, uh, I'm excited. I'm happy uh, to see that the continuity because um, they need to continue. So every all African players are looking towards the the fans. I mean, as you can see, the ecosystem keep growing. A lot of people create more job opportunities for every sector of the uh, of the economy. Talking about tourism, talking about food, and so many, 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 many things. So the economy factors of it is fantastic. The entertaining factors of it is is, is wonderful. And for the player development and for the players getting paid the salary, and uh, it's kind of just a lot better for most for most countries where the basketball is not really. Prof- Professional, so I'm very excited. I'm happy, and uh, as I said earlier, I, I hope, I pray, and I'm sure the goal, the game will continue to grow, and uh, will continue to grow bigger and bigger. The players getting better, and um, and uh, things going to keep falling in the right places. That's Olumide Oyedeji, the former captain of Nigeria's national men's basketball team. And he spoke with Iron Mike Mbonye on the telephone from Dakar, Senegal. Voice of America. The Basketball Africa League is a partnership between the International Basketball Federation, FIBA, and the National Basketball Association, the NBA. In NBA action Monday night, Cameroonian star Joel Embiid of the Philadelphia 76ers turned in another excellent all-around performance. Embiid fired in 43 points and grabbed 14 rebounds to lead Philadelphia to a 121-106 victory over the visiting Chicago Bulls. Talk to us, Joel Embiid! In that third quarter, uh, they got in far trouble, and we got in the bonus early, so you know, I just wanted to be aggressive and, you know, whether it's ducking in and leaving the paint, uh, and uh, uh, he paid off. It paid off in the 40th victory of the season for Joel Embiid and the Philadelphia 76ers. Embiid's new teammate, James Harden, comments. We got to find ways to win when we aren't shooting the ball well, when things aren't going great. We got to grind games out. We got to sometimes come back from, you know, being down uh, a a great amount of points. You know, you got to find ways to win. And that's, you know, wins like that shows a real testament of our team. And, um, you know, things like that are going to happen in the playoffs. Now let's go to Denver, Colorado, where the Denver Nuggets defeated the Golden State Warriors by seven points. The AP's Bruce Morton reports from Denver. The Nuggets had just enough to defeat shorthanded Golden State 131-124. Nikola Jokic helped himself to 32 points, 15 rebounds, and 13 assists. This on a night in which Denver racked up 39 assists. We run really well um, in transition after makes and makes. Uh, after miss is probably the most. Um, so... It's always nice to have 39, 30-plus assists. The Warriors took the floor having lost 8 of 10, but things went from bad to worse when Stephen Curry, Clay Thompson, and Andrew Wiggins were left home by Coach Steve Kerr, unhappy with this COVID-postponed game being rescheduled for Monday. The effort was great. Uh, really good experience for our young guys to be uh, you know, thrust into a position where they had to take on different roles. Um, different responsibilities and uh, competed and had a chance. 
feisty Golden State was within four with 53 seconds to go before Denver got the upper hand. The Nuggets have won nine of ten. Bruce Morton, Denver. Thanks, Bruce. In a matchup of NBA teams that could meet in the playoffs, the Dallas Mavericks defeated the Utah Jazz as we hear now from the AP's Denny Cap. Luka Doncic pours in a game-high 35 points as the Mavericks win their fifth in a row, topping the Jazz 111-103. Doncic and the Mavs pushed the lead out to as many as 20 late in the third quarter as Dallas went on to win its seventh of the last eight games to pull to within a half game of the Jazz for the fourth spot in the West. Spencer Dinwiddie chimed in 23. Obviously Utah being a spot ahead of us, the team we're trying to catch right now. Um... You know, so we're, we're all playing for some in terms of home court advantage and trying to maximize our seasons. Rudy Gobert had 21 to pace the Jazz, who were playing the second leg of a back-to-back and wrapping up a five-game road trip. Thanks, Denny. Other winners on Monday night in the NBA were the Detroit Pistons, the Miami Heat, the Minnesota Timberwolves, the San Antonio Spurs, and the New York Knicks. And let's give a sunny side of sports salute to Knicks big man Julius Randle. 46 points and 10 rebounds as the Knicks beat the Sacramento Kings 131-115. to VOA brings you the best in African music on the African beat. African Beat showcases the latest and the greatest of contemporary African music. From bubu music to hip life, bonga flavor to sukus, Afrobeat to Ndombolo and Makosa to Kwaito. The African Beat on VOA has it all. And it's happening right here, Mondays through Fridays at 09.05 and 20.05 UTC right after the international news. Thanks, David. That's David Vandy, the host of the VOA's African Beat music show i'm sunny young in washington and you're listening to the sunny side of sports on the voice of america on international women's day magume davis rockawinge and kampala has a feature report on the preparations by uganda's national team for this year's Africa Women's Cup of Nations football tournament in Morocco. The Crested Queens qualified for the second time for the CAF Total Energies Women's African Cup of Nations, or AUCON, after defeating Ethiopia on penalties and Kenya's withdrawal in the final qualifying round. Ruth Arturo, the Crested Queens captain, says she'll delighted she left Uganda to qualify. So I want to appreciate all my teammates and I encourage them to work more hard to see that focus and we're going to play our best as Crested Queens senior team Uganda and we shall do our best together with the Techno team. The Crested Queens were later joined by fellow Sekafa member Burundi who qualified at the expense of Eritrea and Djibouti. The Crested Queens goalkeeper says herself and teammates will double their efforts ahead of the July tournament. We're still preparing for the Alcon games and believe that through our preparations and organizations and the programs that I've been going through, I hope and I believe that my team will bounce back more stronger since we had already started preparing so much to see that we can beat Kenya. We are never scared about them. The Crosses Queens will be back at the finals after 22 years of absence since the 2000 edition that was hosted by South Africa. George Lutalo, the Crosses Queens coach, says he's grateful Ugandan flag will be hosted high at the Continental Showpiece. I feel very uh, proud of myself, uh, having guided the, the team to qualify. 
Uh, this is the second time, but after uh, 20, 22 years, so I feel very proud of that. It was our obligation, surely, to, to qualify. Uh, for the entire nation, it would be very good for us as Uganda. He says the participation of the Crescent Queens at the finals for the second time will motivate other girls during the game predominantly played by males. Rutalo says he will summon Uganda's best players, both locally and foreign-based, such as Yudea Nakayenze, who plays for Linda Wilson College in the U.S., Joanne Nabide from Bihinga Queens FC in Kenya, Sandra Nabeteme from Iceland, Shirazi Natasha, who plays for Maccabi, Kislot Hadera in Israel, goalkeeper Deze Nakaziro and striker Fazila Ikwaput, who play for reigning local champions Lady FC in Kampala. The team will be boosted by Uganda and the 20 women national team captain Fauzia Najemba, who recently sealed the move to Kazakhstan women champions Big Kazakate. For now, Rutaro says we aim at helping the girls showcase their talents at the Alcon. And we are really focused. We are really focused. We have a target that we need to achieve. We are not ending only on that, but we need also to push even to the World Cup. So it is a task ahead of us that we need to, to overcome. Grace Lindsay Babas, a sports journalist in Kampala, says it won't be an easy task. Considering the circumstances surrounding women football, for example, some women have to sneak out of their homes just to play, others are trolled for their gender. I think it's important for them to represent the country and as well play at the continent. It will open doors for them. So playing at the continent, I think, will be a dream come true for the Crested Cranes because some of them, their lives will be changed forever. They need to play as a team, remain focused, have a common goal. The goal is not just to only play for the flag, but also for the good of changing their lives. They must understand that opportunities come once, and that should be one of their main goals. Midfielder Hasfana Suna says the Crescent Queens have the task to toss it out with Africa's soccer grades. It is a great opportunity that we are not going to take for granted because we have been waiting and yearning for this. All of us, this is our first time to qualify for Alcon. So we are going to Morocco to play our hearts out. Like I say, this is our first time. And we are not going to take this opportunity for granted. We are going to do our best. The Crested Queens will meet some of Africa's very best, such as the Indomitable of Cameroon, the Super Falcons of Nigeria, South Africa's Banyana Banyana and Zambia. Others are debutants, Botswana, Burundi, Burkina Faso and Togo, as well as Perennial competitors, Senegal and Tunisia. For the sunny side of sports, I am Mugume, Davis Rwakarinji Kampala, Uganda. Hello listeners, by the names I'm Ikwaput Fazila, Lady Doves FC Club, then I play for the Crested Crane forward. You are listening to the sunny side of sports on The Voice of America. The Voice of America's global news program, International Edition, brings you an in-depth look at the biggest news stories of the day. Nobody covers the world more comprehensively than VOA. Our correspondents gather the news and the views of the most seasoned experts on international issues. Tune in Monday through Friday at 3.30 and 1705 UTC on The Voice of America. In European club football. Action resumes Tuesday evening in the UEFA Champions League. 
Liverpool is at home against Inter Milan. And Bayern Munich will host RB Salzburg. VOA's Gwen Uden has a preview of the return leg matches in the Champions League round of 16. Sporty greetings, Gwen. Sporty greetings, Sonny. On Tuesday, Liverpool will enter Anfield Stadium hoping to capitalize on their 2-0 aggregate lead over Inter Milan. But ahead of their second leg match, Liverpool manager Jurgen Klopp said despite his side's commanding position, Inter Milan will still be a challenge on the pitch. The danger everybody knows about, so it's a 2-0. I think um, it's uh, the, the lead which got turned over most often in the in the history of football. So um, because if you have been at halftime being, being 2-0 up and you have a team who, is, uh, who thinks we are halfway through, then you are already on the wrong path. And um, so we are long enough, and we know that. It's a much better result than I would have expected, to be honest, before the first, before we played there. The game didn't look like we will win it 2-0 for most of the most of the time. It was a really tough tie and, uh, and, and a really difficult game to play. We knew before they have quality, after that we knew they have real quality, and um, so now they will show up here. Last month, Liverpool clinched their record ninth EFL Cup title and have so far strung together 12 successive victories in all competitions. They are currently second in the Premier League in a heated race with leaders Manchester City for their second Premier League title in three years. Upcoming Champions League opponents, Inter Milan, are the reigning Serie A champions and also second in the league. But Inter have only claimed one victory in their last six games. And coach Simone Inzaghi says his side must score early in Tuesday's second leg match to stand any chance of toppling Liverpool. Inzaghi says we start from a scoring disadvantage and therefore it is important and essential to score a goal in the first half. We have had three days to prepare for this game. We know it will be a difficult game, but we are highly motivated. Inter Milan won the Champions League title in 2010 and are playing in the knockout stages for the first time in a decade. Inzaghi hails Liverpool as being among the top teams in the world and is urging his side to use their upcoming match as an opportunity to develop as a team. Also on Tuesday, Bayern Munich will host their return match as the favorites to reach the Champions League quarterfinals. Last month, Bayern netted a 90th-minute goal for a 1-1 draw at Red Bull Salzburg. And Bayern coach Julian Nagelsmann says in their second-leg clash, his side must keep the pressure on their upcoming opponents. Nagelsmann says, I think Salzburg have been a good team for years. They simply have a clear idea after winning the ball. And it's never that easy to defend. Bayern are nine points clear at the top of the Bundesliga and are hoping to win their first Champions League title since 2020. Ahead of Tuesday's match, Salzburg coach Matthias Jeisler showed no hint that he's intimidated by his 
his underdog status and said his team is up for the challenge. Geisler says, I think the first leg showed that we can annoy Bayern, but we know that the starting situation hasn't changed at all. That means we are still clear underdogs. We are playing against one of the best teams in Europe, and Bayern wants to win the Champions League. From that point of view, we know what's in store for us a real challenge. All four teams are set to play for a spot in the final eight of the UEFA Champions League. The draw for the quarterfinals and semifinals will take place next week on March 18th in Switzerland. And that is all from me, Sonny. Back over to you. Thanks, Gwen. That's my VOA colleague, Gwen Uten. Finally, let's give a sunny side of sports salute to Olympic champion pole vaulter Mondo Duplantis of Sweden, who broke his own world record Monday by clearing 6 meters 19 at the Belgrade indoor meeting in Serbia. The 22-year-old Swedish athlete had attempted the height on numerous occasions over the past two years and had come close to clearing it several times this indoor season. On his third and final try Monday, DePlantis gave the bar a slight nudge with his knees, but it remained in place. DePlantis then leaped up from the landing mat and punched the air in celebration. Speaking afterwards, DePlantis said, I think I've tried 6 meters 19 50 times. It's been a long time coming. Olympic champion Mondo Duplantis will return to the Serbian capital later this month for the World Indoor Championships at the same venue from March 18th to March 20th. Who knows? Maybe we'll see another world record from the world record-breaking Mondo Duplantis. And that wraps up the March 8th edition of the show. Thank you for tuning in. I'm VOA Sonny Young, and that's the sunny side of sport.